Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 145 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, your lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, and as always, I'm with my good friend, media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? <laughs> it's a little bit quieter this week than it yes. was last week. <laughs> Woo-wee. This is the... Um, we had You have the calm before the storm, and then you have the... The hangover from the storm. Yes. Can you have a VBS hangover? Is that okay? Yes. Is that okay to say that? Yes. Okay. Um, so. I mean, all four of us. <laughs> no, Ju- Justin, Justin probably has it. <laughs> no, the he, worst. Justin will collapse whenever yeah. he returns because they're in New Orleans. Yep. Um, as we record this, and I, I think they get back Friday. I have no I idea. So. Um, so they, the high school um, students and leaders, are in New Orleans on mission trip and um there's a church there and an organization there that that they that we partner with consistently so it's not like we just go there's a connection to the area and and everything so but yeah so we are it's quieter here because we recorded last week during yeah vbs and And you could could hear a little bit bit, yeah Yeah. but I, i appreciate Lyndon and brian for uh, being on, that was really good. They did so, such a good job. I know, I know. Yeah, they, have, they, they did. They did well. Where did Brian leave the country again? Yeah, he's in um, <laughs> Spain. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. He's at a teaching conference in Spain. I mean, if you have to, I guess. Yeah, and <laughs> it's an all expenses paid trip I to mean, Spain. You know, you got it's just work. That's just the way it is. Such a shame. <laughs> Hey, uh, but we'll be going on a work trip in September to like Austin or something. Houston. 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 So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to the network that our church is a part of. Um, the Foundry Network is we're going to the New Room Conference, but then we're we're having a Foundry meeting one day prior to New Room. So gotcha. So we're going and and we'll be we'll be there. So that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be fun. Not quite Spain, but no, not you know, Spain, it's but Houston, so hey. hey, it's like the humidity armpit of Texas. Is know? it? I mean, you know, it's it's what it is. It's Texas. So. I've never been to Texas. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. What else was I going to You asked me how I was doing, and I just said it was quiet around here. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm yeah? All right. Yeah. Um, Getting ready to go to the beach? I am looking forward to our annual excursion. Uh, to the beach, uh, believe Sunday afternoon after church. So. Yeah. Um, you got your trivia ready yet? I've been working on it. Yeah. 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 I'm, that may or may not have been why I needed a few extra minutes this morning to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get here because I was in the middle of some Chuck Norris um, <laughs> study. So, so the, yeah, give, give some context. Okay, so, this started, okay, a couple of years ago, well, several years ago, actually. Um, my family, me and Drew and Mallory, and then my sister and her family, uh, from they live in the Tulsa area in Oklahoma, and then um, some other friends of ours here, and then a few other p- different people from Oklahoma over the times. But we would converge on on St. George Island, right? And, and um, just had a great time. And then so we've just continued that through the years. And about I want to say it was three or four years ago, 
I decided to institute an, a trivia mm-hmm. night. So, and it started out with just trivia, and then it was like a thematic. So last year's it was like '90s theme, so mm-hmm. it was very neon um, based, and you know, there's there's activities involved, and you know, you get points for your name, and so and there's about twenty something of us, so. You know, we split up into teams. And so this year, the theme, because it's during 4th July, is America. So, so <laughs> that'll then, be fun. Yeah. So, a lot of patriotic things. So, anyway, yeah. Who wanted to know that? I don't know. I, anyway. I think people <laughs> want to know. Um, are you ready? Because you're doing the message Sunday. I am not ready. <laughs> but, I mean, I've. You read my sermon I've, already. I've read, I've read your message. I have, and, yep. and I've gone over it five or six times already. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, almost to the point where, yep, like, and I'm having those nightmares <laughs> before <laughs> you preach and all that good stuff. So I'm, I mean, I'm tracking like I was I last mean, year. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Um, I think you're ready. I think you're ready. It's gonna be. But good. I'm I'm blessed and honored that not only. Are you allowing me to preach? You're allowing me to preach again. <laughs> so that means it was okay the first time. It was. It was. <laughs> it very much was. So, so. Um, and um, the verses you gave me, the first time I read them, I was like, oh, great. I got the eunuch story. <laughs> Mommy, what's a eunuch? And yeah. So, so I go, I can't say this without laughing. <laughs> Which just says a whole lot about your maturity. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, 14-year-old boy things make me laugh. Oh. But, um, so, but I was reading the NIV uh, version of the verses, and they only refer to him as the Ethiopian. <laughs> and they mention, like, in They're one like, of we're the, not going to even go there. We know. <laughs> like, we're not going there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a It's an important part. Because, well, it is it is important part if you look at the backstory and mm-hmm. the fact that he couldn't go to the temple because he was searching for something, mm-hmm. you know. So that it is important for that reason, because the Jewish faith isn't wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. but Jesus is. That's right. So it is important for that fact, but it's also not. A, it's got to stay far enough away from my sermon so I can not laugh. <laughs> Because it would take me too long there to collect you go. myself. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, no, it'll be good. So, yeah, we'll be in uh, Acts chapter 8. Yeah, 8. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So. And we're talking on. about uh, Philip going to Samaria and then yes. meeting the Ethiopian. Mm-hmm. So, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. Yep. Just as Jesus said. And so yep. we see it here in, in, in uh, Acts 8. Um, so, I had an interesting. Um, but I wouldn't say, I mean, I guess I'll call it a challenge. So for my, for the Sunday that we celebrated our VBS week mm-hmm. and we showed like the highlight reel and yeah. we sang one of the songs and mm-hmm. you know, all that, um, the text for that week, which was unrelated to VBS was, um, the stoning of Stephen. Yes. The, the death of Stephen, which really it's, you a, don't see illustrations for that yeah. in the precious moments Bible. <laughs> no, you don't, but it, actually the text is more about, what Stephen said, mm-hmm. not how they responded well, to him. And and it, I was thinking the exact same thing when you when I was putting it into the uh, prayer presenter because you you said the exact same thing about your message the week before. Mm-hmm. It was it was a 
money message, but it wasn't about the money. It was about he lied. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and so now we go back to it's about someone getting killed. It's not really about someone (laughs) getting killed. Right. It's about what he said that caused these other human beings to be so angered that they responded in such a way to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's the truth of that that got to it. But he shined Jesus' light for sure. But what we, but what we um, really seem to key in on are the consequences in those stories, mm-hmm. as of opposed course. to what yeah. caused the consequences, which is really what the story is about. Mm-hmm. It's never about the end; it's about the journey to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a you may when you, as you said that it made me think of the Miley Cyrus. Um, Real that's been going around where she's like, it's the journey that gets you in the end anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then people add on another vocal for something that sounds like a horrible vocal fry like she is. Yeah. It just made me think of that. So Yeah. Because <laughs> she's something like, it's the journey. It's yeah. the journey that gets you there. <laughs> Cigarettes did not do her voice good. Does she smoke? I don't know this. Yeah. And just, and if you just, if you fry your voice, you if f- you do the vocal fry, you're going to do the vocal fry. So, yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um. Are you looking it up? Oh, I am. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? Um, yeah. <laughs> Can I play it? Is it okay? I don't know. Is it on the? Is it on the? On the thing? We'll get a bill. Apparently. No, we won't. Well, you think we will? I mean, we got one last week. Journey is usually the part that you remember, anyways. <laughs> no, we. That's on TikTok. We won't get the a bill. Journey is the part that you remember, anyways. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Cigarettes let's move on. fried her voice. <laughs> It's so bad. We never know where we're going with this. Yep. Well, so okay, back to <laughs> back to Acts. <laughs> um, so yeah, we talked about Stephen and what happened, and so one, I, um, I did, this isn't really it, somebody somebody might make it sermon material. I didn't feel like it was really super sermon material, so I didn't put it in. But then also knowing that it was VBS celebration and mm-hmm. like the porch kids were going to be in there and everything, I thought. Uh, well, we won't really go into what I could go into, but I did want to share right. yeah, the um, PG a version. little bit about, um, really more about the persecution that Stephen faced, because he is the first martyr mm-hmm. f- for his faith in the scriptures. Yeah, documented. So yeah. The, he's the first recorded persecuted person who like was like, I'm not going to recant. I'm not going to take back what I've said. I'm not going to stop talking about Jesus. So mm-hmm. he's the first one. Um, and what we know from um, Scripture is that it tells us, um, let's see where what verse it is. So after Stephen's uh, speech, sermon to the Sanhedrin, where he's like, you are stiff-necked people, and he goes through this litany of, of the um, the patriarchs of the church and how they ignored them as well, God's appointed leaders through the years, and how they just kind of were like whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and disregarded them and all this. At the end of it, he he tells them they're stiff necked as as God called them, and it says when verse fifty four of chapter seven it says when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this they were furious and they gnashed their teeth at him, and then he sees a vision of God which also ticks them off because they're even, you know, and they see Jesus with God. So that's just a whole other blasphemy in their mind. Um, And it says they covered their ears, yelling at the top of their voices, which is a 
like a little bratty move. On, yeah. You know, if you think about it, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city, and began to stone him. Um, and so you don't really, what does that mean? What does it mean that they stoned him? Like, did they, um, so I kind of wanted to share a little bit about that today, not so much about what Stephen endured, but really the larger context of the persecution that ends up, because this is just the beginning yeah. of the persecution that followers of Jesus mm-hmm. um, experienced over the next, well, up to today. Yeah. So, so but specifically, how was... When it says that they took Stephen out and stoned him, how, how what did that mean? What did that look like? Because it's it's one of those things that's not a it's not a concept that we understand in modern society because it's not right. a it's not a um, punishment mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. or less in today's society. Mm-mm. You know, and then and then it also in the biblical accounts of like the stuff that they did to Christians in like the Colosseums and and stuff like that with like the hot chairs and. Mm-hmm. And all that, yeah. Like we don't have a concept, yeah. We don't have concept of that. So you really like explaining what this means, especially. And I don't know how many kids listen to this podcast, but I mean, you see these scenes of like someone running and then someone throwing five or six stones at them, and then they get out of uh, reach, and then none of them hit them anymore. This yeah. is not what that was. No, no, no. So I learned something new in my when I was preparing for the message last week. Um, and one is that I had a, had a pretty good idea of one of the methods that they used to stone people to punish them. And by the way, it is scriptural to stone people. Yes. <laughs> so it wasn't like they came up with this idea. Mm-hmm. There were things that you could, I mean, blaspheming God was one of the punishments that, that could merit stoning mm-hmm. and they felt that he had blasphemed. Yeah. So, so there's that, but but um, there were two methods. There's there's two methods historically that you know of stoning, and I only knew of one. And they and they stoned someone for stealing something out of Jericho. Was it? St- yeah. Uh, was it stoning for that? I don't remember. Eh, you know. I know. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, so here's here are the there's a couple of different two different examples historically. They know this, not just. From the scriptures, but like this is how people were stoned. And this, the first one is, I did not know that this was one way that they did this. They carried this out. So, let's say, um, how, how tall are you? Five eight. Okay, so then. Uh, yes, Kara, I'm five eight. <laughs> she doesn't believe me. Uh, she thinks you're more than five eight. No, she thinks I'm shorter. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so so it'd be double your height, so ten feet, eleven feet, four inches. Okay. Okay would be the height of, they would dig a hole, so double your height, okay? So that's what they would do. And they would put rocks down at the bottom. I think this was kind of the way, let's do it this way because it's not as difficult for those throwing the stones, honestly. That makes sense. Like a more more, um, palatable way to stone someone so that you don't feel so icky about it. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so there's a whole bunch of rocks down below. There's a hole, large, large hole. I mean, it's like you would that's at least twice your height and you would stand up on the ground and one of the judges would push you into the hole. And the idea was to push you so that you were face first, head first Mm -hmm. um, and land on the rocks. And the hope was that that would be what killed you. Yeah. The rocks would kill you there. Um, If that didn't work, then you were, if if that, if that killed you, um, then you're, you're the, done. They're done, right? But if not, so 
And the people that would do this, so let's say you were brought up, I don't know why I'm using you as an example. <laughs> if I go missing, call Shannon. <laughs> look for it. Look for a really deep hole. First, call Ross Bembry <laughs> and have him go see Shannon. There are some holes in my backyard, but they're for my dog. So we haven't been stoning anybody. Um, anyway, so the first is the witnesses would have a role to play. If there was an eyewitness to whatever happened, mm-hmm. they would be, get to throw a rock or push you. Mm. And then if there wasn't a witness or if there was only one witness, then the like the leader of the judges or the group that made the decision, they would they would do it. And then it would kind of go down in order of their, I don't know, hierarchy or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so first you'd be pushed head first. And if that didn't kill you, if that killed you, okay, that's done. If not, the a next witness or one of the leaders would throw a large stone at you onto your chest. And so if, if you died there, then that's done. But if not, um, then those who were there would all get to pick up stones and throw them at you until you died. So that's one way. I was not aware of that, mm. of that way. The other method um, is either your hands are tied behind your back or your, another hole is used also, and you're you're buried into the hole, but you're standing up, yeah, up to your waist. Those at waist, so, yeah. But your arms are pinned down or mm-hmm. or tied back, and the sentencing judge would throw the first stone, um, about according to you know my research, a tangerine size. So I don't know. I mean, that's a, a good tennis ball. I don't know. Yeah, um, not too big to kill with one blow, but it's not like a tiny little pebble either. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to hurt the thrower's arm. Right, and it's not, and the judge that way doesn't do the killing. Yes, so, um, if there was a witness involved, they would they would throw first, and then the judge. But afterwards, everyone then throws until the the per, the guilty perceived guilty person is declared to be dead. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't know the first way, but I'd heard of this way. So, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, right, I wonder so, which is more co- was more common. I assume. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like the first one is a little less dirty. Yeah, as far as from the that, from the throwing, that seems like super high, like high level, like would be like Jerusalem probably. Yeah, and yeah. the other one would be like Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> well, after the stoning, don't go eat at Ruby Tuesday. No, <laughs> Douglas. It's bad. It's bad. People don't go there. <laughs> oh, this episode is sponsored by Ruby Tuesday. But not the one. But in not Douglas. the one in Douglas. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, so, all right, persecution. Um, what we know, and, and Jesus even spoke about it, that there was going to be persecution that camp, that comes with preaching the gospel. Right. Um, that comes with following him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he said things like, you're going to you know, take up your cross and follow me. Well, that wasn't a joyride. No. So this, is, this invites persecution. Um, Here's some information talking about... So let's look at f- other persecution, not necessarily the detail of how, but so much of who. Of Jesus' 11 disciples, not counting Judas, okay? Mm-hmm. Who we know what happened to him. Yeah. So Peter, Simon, the zealot, Philip, Jude, um, Andrew, all, all the 11 disciples were all crucified in various parts of the world, which yeah. is still part of that go mm-hmm. out into the world. They did so... They were um, crucified, not just persecuted. They were killed. They yeah. they gave their life mm-hmm. in service. So uh, here's an example: Mark, who wrote the Gospel of Mark, 
Um, he founded a church in Alexandria, and he preached to just tons of people. And his main message was, you've got all these other gods and goddesses. You've got to give them up. They, they, these, they have nothing. There's nothing to them. It's not clear, which that is going um, to mess up the status quo of a society, of a local right. society. Um, could you imagine the, the financial aspect of the trinkets and statues and the things of these other gods and goddesses that were part of um, these idol worship? So, yeah, like, I, when you're saying, hey, give this up, mm -hmm. you're also saying, all right, you're saying to someone else, hey, don't buy their stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, just it, from a financial perspective. And not comparing this to uh, pagan idol worship, but, I mm -hmm. mean, I saw the money situation when just leaving a, a denomination. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do know. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, not comparing that to idol worship or anything like that. Yes. But just just the financial uh, burden on both parties for that. It, it's a good example of how people respond to situations when money's involved. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, probably a year ago, I would say I don't really understand this, but I do now. Yeah. Um, now, it, it's going, thinking about this, so, so here's Mark preaching, you know, follow Jesus, give up your Egyptian gods and goddesses. Um, he converted a lot of people, but in A.D. 68, so 68 years after uh, the birth of Jesus, right, when an angry mob, they got Mark, they tied a rope around his neck, they dragged him through the streets behind a chariot, for two days straight. That's crazy. The dragging continued after he died to the point where the skin had been ripped away and you could see his bones, like his mm -hmm. skeleton structure. So that's the death that Mark met. Persecution for believing, mm. for teaching, for speaking the name of yeah. Jesus. Bartholomew, one of the 12, he was killed in Armenia Um. He is. He actually translated Matthew's gospel into their language. Um, they, the Armenians, many of them refused to abandon their idols. Some came to faith, of course, and they executed Bartholomew. They crucified him um, upside down. Yeah, and they skinned him. And I read this whole long thing about skinning, and I just was like, I'm not going to go into that in the podcast. But it's pretty brutal i mean i've seen I mean, a deer skin if you've seen an animal yeah. be processed then yeah. you have an idea um julian of antioch was tortured every day for one year mm. one year he was tortured every day for one year in the town of cilicia cilicis i don't know cilicia yeah, it's a it's now turkey so um, <laughs> much much easier to pronounce. Let's call it mm, turkey. turkey. Yeah. Um, so he was he was tortured every day for a year for the whole town to see. So it wasn't like a private torture. Like he was tortured before the town every day for a year, and then they sewed him into a skin filled with snakes and scorpions, asps or snakes yeah. and scorpions, and then they threw him into the Aegean Sea. So, because he preached the gospel. Goodness he would gracious. not recant. For the next 300 years, what you see is that the church, this this new 
you know, well, new, 300 years old, but like this movement, mm-hmm. it would experience some of the worst uh, persecutions ever in mm-hmm. history, ever. Um, if you, and I don't have them all listed, but um, there's about, historically, you can see about 10 different waves of persecution. It would kind of ramp up and then go down and ramp yeah. up and go down. And it probably went along with, you know, conversions, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, but Nero... The Caesar Nero, who was pretty, Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're a history buff, mm-hmm. so you probably know some stuff. But um, I'm but pretty it, sure he was the one that did the chair. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It started in 67 AD. It pretty much started with him um, in Jerusalem. Um, but the Roman Empire, you know, was. I mean, it, it went on forever from 67 AD until about 303. Like Diocletian was. Wave after wave after wave after wave of these different leaders who would mm-hmm. lead these persecutions against um, Christians. Um, so now let's be let's be a little bit clear here. When we say persecution, um, this doesn't mean that someone scoffs at us because we have a you know WWJD bracelet on or you know old school like fish bumper sticker or fish yeah. bumper thing and mm-hmm. decal. Um, that's not what we're talking about. No. Um, um, you know, or being mocked even. Um, like we're, you know, Christians are mocked. We're yeah. mocked in, in media, social you know, media in general and, mm-hmm. and all that. And that's, we're, that's We're not, considered less intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Brainwashed, narrow-minded, mm-hmm. um, uh, bigots, mm-hmm. um, I mean, just all these things. Um, that's the kind of persecution we get, but that's not the kind of persecution we're talking about here. No. At all. So um, they get physical persecution. They are beaten. Um, they are um, beheaded. Uh, they will be, you know, one of the examples, and I'm pretty sure this was Nero, um, they would put like wax shirts, wax style or types of linens mm-hmm. or linen that had been soaked in wax, and they would light it. Mm-hmm. And um, they would basically be, <laughs> I believe it was Nero, they had... Christians wearing these wax shirts, they would light them in the evening so that it would light his garden for him, and they would be burned alive. Yeah. That's that's horrible. Well, I mean, this was also the same guy that would put them in the Colosseum in between gladiator fights and just let the tigers kill them. And, yes. And, like, as a halftime show. Speaking of gladiators, the American Gladiator um, special on Netflix came out today. Is it good? Uh, yeah, the first thirty minutes I've seen is good. Yeah, oh, okay. it came out at midnight. But you know, you said Gladiator, so I no, have to no. say it. So. I thought you were going to mention that they're making a second one. Yeah. Oh no! It no no no. This is the documentary on no. the making of. No no no. The Russell Crowe movie. They're oh. Shoot. Scorsese is doing a second. Really. Gladiator. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I forget it's someone big that signed on. I can't remember off the top of my head. Hmm. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So back to persecution. <laughs> they're beaten, they're beheaded, um, they're lit up as torches. Um, Nero would take the skins of freshly killed animals, so fresh meat, and sew them onto uh, people, men and women, if they were believers, and they would have wild dogs consume them alive. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, this is just so for the next 300 years, this kind of. Um, persecution was leveled against believers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's 
you hear about like a the things that we consider atrocities in today's mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. have nothing on the stuff from the ancient world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they should bother us just as bad. Mm-hmm. But people were that guy was insane. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a maniac. Yeah, for sure. Um, and in charge uh, and in charge of the world at that point. Yeah, yeah, like. Probably the most insane person on the planet was in charge of the planet. It seems that that happens every now and then. It does. Yeah. Um, so, okay, we have this persecution that's going on. We, you know, for like 300 years, that was really, really bad. We don't really understand this in America at all. I don't think we ever will. Um, mm, I hope, I hope not. I, I pray, I pray not. But. <laughs> Persecution is still going on, so I was doing some looking around, some research, and there's a group called the World Watch List, and they basically look, they are kind of watching to see what's going on in the world with Christians. Yeah. How are they being treated? Um, how is, you know, what's going on? Um, according to World Watch List, more than 5,600 Christians were killed for their faith in 2022. What part of the world? Uh, it, I didn't read that part, but no. I'm well. It gives some examples. I'll I'll give you some of those in a minute. Mostly Africa, yeah. Um, also parts of Asia, yeah. Um, that that makes sense. But yes, so 5,600, more than 2,100 churches were attacked or closed. Um, more than here you go. 124,000 Christians were forcibly displaced from their homes because of their faith last year. Almost 15,000 became just refugees with no place to call home. In sub-Saharan Africa, the the epicenter of kind of where Christianity is, you know, is now it's also the epicenter of the most violence against Christians. So um, Islamist extremism Mm -hmm. is is very well prevalent there, um, Nigeria and beyond there. Um, last year, Chinese officials closed almost seven, or not, excuse me, the last two years. So in 22 and 21, uh, in China, they closed almost 7,000 churches. Mm. Yeah, 7,000 churches. Um, this, this statistic was pretty high. 360 million Christians live in nations with high levels of persecution. So that's one in seven Christians worldwide. One in, one in five believers in Africa, two in five believers in Asia, and one in 15 in Latin America. And it, what's uh, crazy is, is those are also the places that the church is growing the fastest. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So we don't, we don't see that kind of persecution. No. We certainly don't. We see, if anything, oh, this, this, kinda, this is going to hurt. It hurts me. It hurts me to say it. It's probably going to hurt you to hear it. We see a persecution more of our ego than we do of anything else. Oh, it's all emotional scars. Um, I mean, that really, our ego, our ego gets persecuted. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like we get scorned. Yeah. Um, we get maligned. You know, we get sidelined. Um, so we think. Um, you know, and, and we, oh, well, people, they might not like that if I speak up. Or um, what if I post that? Or how will that be received if I do that? Um is it legitimate to be concerned about some of those things? Uh, sure. I mean, use wisdom, but our our persecution in the West, it pales. Oh, yeah. It just, ab- I mean, it doesn't, there's no comparison at all mm-hmm. um, to think about the persecution that our brothers and sisters in 
the Middle East and the north part of Africa, especially, um, they're seeing what's more closely associated to what happened in the early church than anything you and I would ever experience. Yeah, and I want to say this became a thing after Columbine, but um, it would be like youth rally. Nothing to see here, people. Everything's fine. <laughs> I just barely moved my mic. So, uh, yeah, so during Columbine, or after Columbine, um, it seemed like most youth rallies and all would talk about, like, the uh, early apostle apostles and, and how they were um, killed and stuff like that, and they would go, well, what if someone challenged your faith like that? Mm, and it was like all, it was like every time you went to one, it was, it was based on that thought process. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. go, do you... Well, someone makes fun of you for wearing a uh, Jesus Loves Me shirt or a Jesus Loves You shirt. Yeah. But And so you don't wear the shirt again. But what if someone says, do you love Jesus? And then they put a gun to your head. You know, are you willing to deal with that persecution or do you yeah. recant, basically? Well, and I was thinking about and, that. And yeah. that was something that was very prevalent in um, the youth not necessarily my youth group, but like when you'd go to like these youth conferences and stuff, mm-hmm. it it was always something about, um, are you willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice, ultimate persecution for your faith? And if you're not, why not? Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, the concept of trying to make someone go, okay, do you believe this? Do you not believe this? What do you, what do you believe? Um, mm-hmm. I get it. I don't know if that's the best way to... To um, to get a young person to think that way, but um, you know, I, I was thinking about that as I was looking at this stuff this morning, and I thought, you know, what? I mean, uh, I can't remember who it was now, but who was tortured every day for a year? What at some point, you know, do you just say, "I will tell you whatever you want to hear," so mm-hmm. so you'll stop? Yeah. You know, like I'll I'll say, oh, I didn't really mean it later, or I'll pray silently. God, you know, I you know what I really mean. I'll cross my fingers. Right, but it's yeah. like they knew that their um, they knew that they were they knew they knew that what what they were doing and what they were speaking and how they were not giving in was evidence of their faith. Like they felt called to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and then because. Uh, I, I remember it vividly. Someone said, "Yeah, well, that's fine. I can I can say that because in the split second I'll be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know that that's no mm-hmm. big deal." Yeah. And then they go, "But what if they chose to do it the way th- these people were treated?" Right. And then you think, and well, then you go, mm. "Hours and hours of torture or yep. m- painful torture." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, what is the? And if the, and if they said it was two words to just make it all stop mm-hmm. yeah and and they had you know kind of like how we know Stephen was like look I see the heavens opening and there's Jesus standing at the right hand of God um I wonder how they were ministered to by the Holy Spirit and uh in those moments because there was an e- there was a eternal perspective beyond that moment of just literally saving their skin going okay i could say this and save my skin or going no because 
if I recant, if I give in, then what will history say about this moment or this mm-hmm. movement that's yep. going on? What about these people who are believing and they see me give in uh, to the torture, to the persecution? Will they walk away from their faith? Then, no. then the people that Theophilus, not Theophilus, the guy from... The, the, the Thistle? No, 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 not that guy. 3, not the guy that was written for. Mm-hmm. The guy that challenged the people that were... Um, going to kill we talked about it on a podcast oh gotcha mm-hmm. yep sure yep <laughs> he, he told the people to take pause because oh it hasn't, yes he's like listen if this is yeah of, yeah if this is of god yeah is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah 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 if this is of god it's gonna happen if it's yeah. not then it's just gonna go away and it won't matter so don't don't mess with these people don't mess with peter and john yeah, yeah. because all those other scenarios people would give up quick because oh okay cool yeah, yeah. Oh, well, this was just They weren't willing to die for flash it. Flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. So So, um a persecution. I mean, listen, what what the ultimate thing here is about what do we believe? When will we speak up about it? How are we speaking up? How are we living our faith? Um That carries into my message pretty well. Good. <laughs> that's the springboard. Well, that's how Acts is, you know, yeah. we build on that. But I just found some of this um, on persecution and what it really meant and what it looked like and what was going on and what carried on even beyond Stephen. Um, I thought found that to be kind of interesting, so I thought mm-hmm. I'd share it with us in this episode. Yeah. So, um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else for today? Uh, just that we won't have an episode next week. Um, Fourth of July weekend, y'all aren't going to listen anyway. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just skip that one. Be an American. That's right. I mean... We, I we've said it. We need to do a theology and patriotism. Oh yeah, one. yeah. But that's going to take some prep work to get yes. that one out. So yes. it's not this year. Yeah, I thought <laughs> we did one at one point. No, we were going we to. Yeah. So, well, hey, porch community, thank you for hanging in there with us today. Um, I mean, we covered, you know, American Gladiators, Miley Cyrus. And the Bible and Ruby Tuesdays and the Bible. So I hope that you got your fix for all things today. And I will talk to you in two weeks on the podcast, but we will see you this Sunday in worship. We hope to see you. And um, yeah, Josh, we look forward to hearing the message Sunday. I'm excited. All right. Um, See you guys soon. See you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 podcast. Join us next time more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.